Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Move Your Mind. My name's Nick Brax, and this is a podcast where we have real conversations with real people and give real advice. I hope you're all well. Thank you again, everyone, for tuning into this podcast every week. I really enjoyed today's episode. It was a, a real story about overcoming all manner of obstacles and building resilience, coming from nothing and building yourself into something. And it really serves as a testament to what we're capable of. I think we always underestimate how much adversity we can handle. We underestimate what our capabilities are. Often we don't realize our capabilities until we are put in a situation where we're really tested. So today's guest dives deep into these topics and he works with clients on this very matter. Sergey Korolev's journey from Ukraine to achieving success in the United States is the epitome of resilience, determination, and entrepreneurial spirit. He's had to overcome significant obstacles, including language barriers and limited resources. He's built up a number of incredibly successful businesses in multiple industries, and he has a unique ability to turn challenges into opportunities. Beyond professional accomplishments, he's found profound fulfillment in his family, serving as a role model to his children and inspiring others through his podcast. And his story really does serve as a testament to the belief that with hard work and an unwavering belief in yourself, you can realize your dreams regardless of your beginnings. Sergi, so great to meet you. Pleasure is mine, Nick. Thank you for making this happen. And I'm glad we can hear each other now. We're having uh, multiple sound issues at the beginning, so... Uh, we can finally, we finally got it working. We got there. Yeah, don't we love technology when it works, right? <laughs> exactly, when it works. It, it can be pretty frustrating when things like that happen. But anyway, it, most of the time it's pretty good. And it means that, uh, well, where, actually, where are you? It means, you know, we can talk on other sides of the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm in San Diego, California. We are touching uh, Beautiful. Tijuana, Mexico. So kind of Southern California. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And, and you're yeah, you right nice now in Australia, right? Right now in Australia, so I've come back to visit the family um, over the last couple of weeks. I was in Canada for Christmas and it was too cold. You know, I'm from Australia. It's like warm weather here. It was like minus 15 in Canada, so I'm like very happy to be in warm weather right now. You probably don't know, <laughs> but I spent eight and a half years in Alaska, so uh, I, I can oh relate God. to cold and very cold because in Alaska they have only two seasons. One is cold and another <laughs> one is very cold. <laughs> I can I can imagine. Oh my god! How did you cope with that? Did you did you like it? Was it hard? Uh, it, it was hard, but I was uh, I was twenty six at the time, and from twenty six to thirty five, so it's kind of a still young blood, young body. Same with my wife and my young kids. So we kind of cope it okay. But if you kind of go into the later days, I'm almost fifty, so it's getting getting challenging. So I decided to move to the warmer climate. <laughs> You 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 did it at the right time. You did Alaska at the right time. <laughs> yes, it just happened. Thanks, God. <laughs> I like it. Uh, well, you know, and resilience building. It's all about trying different things, and you know, we'll talk a, bit, a lot about that today, I'm sure. Uh, but but before we get into it, can you give 
me a background on yourself and how you came to be doing what you're doing today and, and what you actually are doing. Yeah, so definitely a life story. Each of us have a very unique life story and we're writing our book of life. And I happen to be born in USSR, Soviet Union, right? So it was a uh, that <laughs> time of the history when uh, Western world, you know, free democracy world was resistant to, you know, communistic, socialistic oppression and, you know, dictatorship in a sense. And I grew up in that environment, believing that we live in the best country in the world, happiest childhood, healthiest, you know, medical system, and, you know, which we were in the bubble, right? We were in the kind of aquarium of our own idea, surrounded by iron uh, curtain. And then later, in the 1991, when this, you know, well, shattered and the Soviet Union become a part of, you know, civilized civilized society, we kind of realized, whoa, we've been missing out on a lot of things. So my, my story is uh, grounded in uh, resilience of that moment because when the Soviet Union was broken into the 15 independent republics, just, just imagine, I don't know how many uh, kind of a, territories in Australia, but in United States, where I mean, it's like 50 states. And imagine overnight, literally overnight, each state become independent country. You have a border patrol, you have new currency, you have new economical system, medical system, educational system, and everybody by himself. So imagine the magnitude of changes in the entire, at the time it was roughly 250 million people in Soviet Union. And they all become lost. You were saving money. Mm. You were saving money all your life, right? To buy a car, to buy an apartment, to buy something. And overnight, your money worth as a toilet paper. Instead of buying a car, you can buy one kilogram of sausages. Devastation of quarter billion people was unspeakable. And I was... 17 at the time. So basically, this is where my resilience starts. I went through that moment when you walk into the supermarket and you can buy salt and matches. That's it. You you don't have any other uh, items on the shelves. Okay? Gee. So this is where my story of entrepreneurial yeah. survival and background starts. To breaking yeah. through communist oppression and becoming who I am right now, which I own few businesses. And my passion is to change uh, each person at the time to be a better version of themselves. I am a coach. I am also a podcast host. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur. And I'm educating people how to be a better version of themselves and on practical steps how to become a business owners with a purpose-driven mentality and be a business leaders. Even if it's small business, you're a uh, plumber, your electrician, your house cleaner, whatever you do, be a strong business owner. And, you know, this is kind of what I'm doing for, for the next of my stages of life. Yeah, wow. And I can imagine the resilience that came out of that. So you're saying, yeah, 17 is when that started. How, how did you originally make these changes? How did you end up in the US and, you know, building this resilience, finding this new path? Uh, 
what what sort of how did how difficult was that? What did you have to do to to get that? So, so United States they have a, a green card lottery, which is a government program. They allow. I, I won every, that. I won the green card lottery. Actually, you did, right? So we we it, yeah. in, in a, lucky ones, right? So it's about fifty thousand <laughs> yeah. people every year, right? And at at my year, which is was nineteen ninety nine, about ten million people applied, and only you know fifty thousand get you know chance, which is mm. one out of two hundred, uh, you know options, and. Uh, when I won this lottery, I was not sure what to do because you have your normal life, you have a friends, relatives, you have your church, you have your business, you have your car, you have your uh, apartment, you have your house. You, you just like, you live in the country, right? And then you have yes. this big envelope in the mail with the American seal over it and saying, you're the lucky winner. We're inviting you to become a part of United States society. And I like, right <laughs> it was a big yeah. big big change moment but i was 26 at the time uh have a, a wife a two-year-old child and my wife was pregnant with a you know second baby and we decided to take a leap of faith and we end up in alaska uh with 1500 cash in the pocket uh couple you know, not even suitcases. We did not have suitcases. It was kind of like some kind of backpack and some kind of a shopping, grocery shopping bag, but kind of a larger scale, kind of like IKEA. You know, those blue blue bags. So, so something like that. This is <laughs> yeah. how we enter yeah. United States. Uh, barely speaking English. I don't know what's a banking system. I don't know what's a checkbook. What's a debit card? And it's uh, two thousand one. Yeah, we enter into something, yeah. and I'm like. In frozen Alaska, in a very small village, <laughs> and uh, I just have to figure out life. I just have to figure out life for my new young family, and a new country, new language, new history, new mindset, new culture. This is how it how it goes. Yeah. Wow! And and what did you do at the beginning when you got there? <laughs> how, what was the first sort of work you did? How did you? Yeah, that would have been challenging. Yeah. So basically. You don't speak English very well. You just, hi, bye, thank you. And uh, we had only one person we knew in the entire United States, right? And she lived there and she said, okay, I'm inviting you to my house for one month and then you have to figure out your life. And I'm like, okay, no problem. One month, good. Mm. Uh, we don't know anything, you know, how to apply for a job. Thanks God, United States offer, you know, social educational assistance i would say so you have to go study english and they will help you to get some kind of a minimal food stamps and some kind of a gas money and uh, then you know you have to apply for jobs and so on and so forth and i come to my uh, social case manager he his name was paul reed and i said sir i don't need the government handouts i don't need the assistance uh, cash and you know i need a job Give me a chance to prove myself. Please, give, find me a job. He looked at me with big eyes because usually people are like, okay, free money, free food, free gas, free housing. You can live for six or eight months. You kind of like chill. And I said, no, 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 I don't want that. I need something. I need to prove myself to a new society. And he, he called me, you're my tiger. This is my kind of identity. Was He said, you're my tiger. And he found me a job at a local woodwork shop 
where we built kitchen cabinets, kitchen doors, some woodwork product. And it was very, very good moment. Uh, then work was slow. I have to find another job. I become a school bus driver. I apply for commercial license and this huge yellow bus is what you see in all movies, right? <laughs> and it's yeah. icy roads in Alaska <laughs> and you have to have some chains going because there is not enough, you know, asphalt or kind of a concrete roads. It's all dirt roads covered with ice and it's early morning. It's always dark and you have to get little kids from boonies, really, really in small, small house developments, get them to schools. It was like a super agent job for me. And that was not <laughs> enough. I applied uh, to work on the weekend as an adult sitter. So adult sitter means you have to entertain elderly people who cannot support themselves and family wants to get, get out and do shopping and go to movies and you just need a person to sit. So I was doing that. So I had a three jobs in the beginning and I was hustling and I was providing for my family and I was building my knowledge, education. And then two years later, I start my first company, uh, which is painting company called Joy Painting. And we start painting houses, cleaning roofs, you know, doing some kind of a small maintenance uh, projects. And later, in a few years, I opened a construction company. I become general contractor. In a very short time, I become very reputable general contractor. I build beautiful houses. We won a lot of awards. I get recognized. I get invited to be on the planning commission of the city of Wasilla, where we live. I invited to be a director of the building industry. Uh, at the time, I was also pastor of the church. And the local uh, other pastors, they see my charismatic and my strengths and my, you know, dynamic approach. They invited me to become a vice president of their association. I was, uh, you know, a full-time student. So I was wearing so many hats. And at that time, we already have four children. <laughs> Goodness oh, my gracious. God. So I was able to juggle all of this and I build this kind of a presence and empire and uh, I was proving to myself, I was proving to society that it's possible from nobody, from nothing. Because this 1500 which we brought to the United States, it was everything we had after I sold my car, after I sold my apartment. We bought the tickets to the United States. We ended up with 1500 cash. When we moved here, we spent entire to the dollar, 1500 to buy in a car, which broke in three months. So basically, oh I God. come with zero, and I was able to build my life and achieve American dream by hustling honest work. And this is what I teach my students. I teach uh, my followers and I teach uh, my clients as the personal development coach and business development coach. I teach them how to have a strong mindset, where to find core strengths and power and be successful in life. Thank you for your question. That's it. Yeah, thank you for the answer and sharing that. It's an incredible story. You know, you inspired me listening to that, and it shows that if you put your mind to something, you can do anything. And I mean, you had your back up against the wall. And I think, you know, we all tend to make excuses a lot of the time for why we can't do things. But you've shown in that story and in you know where you've gone through doing this that you can actually do it if you just go and do the hard work and find a way. So, uh, yes. How, what would your advice be to people, you know, through that? How did you juggle everything? How did you still have time for the family? How did you manage your um, stress? How did you not get overwhelmed? And what advice would you give to people that are going through a similar struggle 
in their own life right now when where we feel where they feel like they just can't get through it or it's too overwhelming and too many obstacles are against them hey guys if you're enjoying this podcast please click the subscribe button leave a like or comment share with your friends and follow me on instagram at nick brax i really appreciate your ongoing support thank you for this uh, deep question and um I think you see above me in the yellow font, it says Core Nation. So this is the name of my, my podcast. So mm. I deeply believe Core, it's part of my last name, but it's also playing of words, right? Core of your identity, core of your values, core of the earth, core of the atom nucleus, right? There is a core of universe. There is a core, 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 which is foundational energetic power and Best illustration I have for myself, it's this Iron Man. You know that movie, right? When he has this nuclear shiny circle, which is power up his, you know, all superpowers and strengths. So this is how I see myself and this is how I teach my students and my clients how to manage and survive, to dig deep into your core identity. So we go really deep into your DNA, into your even each uh, cell of your body, which we have trillions and trillions of cells, we have this core power, which is called mitochondria, which is power plant of each individual cell of our body. So if we discover how to drill deep into this inner power, which I believe God created us this way with the spiritual energy to be strong and resilient and withstand anything which comes against you, uh, then there is your light-up path to success. So this is this is kind of in a nutshell. I do believe in my God and superpower. Whoever believes in something else, it's fine. There is no disargument or argument about that. This is your personal faith. This is your personal walk. I have my story, my testimony. And uh, my history, right, with my spiritual connection to my God and Creator, but it's all being driven from above into your inner existing core, and it's unbreakable. And if you break a core of nucleus, if you break a core of atom, what's happened? Nuclear reaction, most powerful energetic force will be released. So inside of you, there is such a resilience, there is such a force, you can literally expand and exploit anything comes against you. So all of those superheroes, super movies, you know, DC Universe, Marvel Universe, uh, Star Wars, wherever you've been inspired as a child or as an adult, there is a root for it because there is an energy, there is a superpowers in each of us each of us have the superpower, have the super knowledge, and have a super ability not just to survive, but to succeed and break through all adversities. And I'm talking about all adversities. I love that. Well, yeah, thank you for sharing that. It's uh, yeah, super powerful to to hear. And would you say most people are not? breaking making that breakthrough or a lot of people sitting in a negative mindset or a mindset you know that where we're telling ourselves that we can't do certain things like is is that what you found through the work you're doing um 
obviously our life is not consist of one area or one site, right? There is multiple yeah. areas, right? There is your personal life, there is your family life, there is friendship life, there is your career, there is your relationship with money, there is your relationship with sex, there is your relationship with music, there is your relationship with creativity. There is so many hobbies and ideas, sports, which we're all in touch with, right? But if we drilling back to your core, who you really are and why do you exist, what is your purpose? And if you're able to answer, this is what I teach in my uh, programs uh, to my students. So figure out true identity. Like imagine imagine you're a big, giant person, right? And we're going to take you and we're going to squeeze you into one drop of essential identity. Who Nick really are? Who Sergi really are? Who Peter? Who Christina? Who is Alina? Who is each of us really are? And when you have this core power, you can build upon that in all areas of your life. Uh, very mm. often, I, I, I teach my students and I say, stay fit mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. So I kind of break it into two, two, two areas, mental, physical, financial, and spiritual. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Uh, some other coaches, which uh, I, I had and mentors and coaches a lot in my life, I spent oh, a quarter million dollars educating myself and going through different projects and different, uh, you know, uh, trainings. One of the coach told me, look at the four Fs, faith, family, fitness, finances, faith, family, mm. fitness, finances, in its particular order. So I do try to dedicate my morning time as my morning routine to go through my necessities of kind of like feeding my spirit, soul, body, fit, fitness, and my mindset about finances, this is kind of like a core foundation how I start my day. And uh, I start my day very early because it's just, it just me, just natural. I, I, I don't like to force somebody to start at 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning. Everybody has to discover their own mm, kind of a biorhythms. And uh, when we go through the program, I, I, I ask my, my, my clients to say, what is your goal, right? And where you want to be and how much you want to pay for your goal, right? How much you really want this goal to happen, right? What is your purpose and how much you want to invest it to achieve this purpose? And we start building incremental blocks. I, I want to share one success. Uh, I was very athletic through my high school and uh, when I enter my, you know, young adolescent and the kind of a young uh, man life, I was so busy. I don't have a time to take care of myself. 
right? Physically, right? I was always energetic and always, you know, but I did not take care of myself. I don't know what the gym is about, right? I don't know what kind of a workout is about. It was not part of my uh, upbringing. Former Soviet Union doesn't offer gyms. They offer a lot of, you know, sports and Olympic games and so on and so forth. But it was not part of my identity. About eight months ago, in April, actually, it's already 10, 10, months, 10 months ago, my wife found me a personal coach. And I come to that man, young man, and I said, son, he's 22, right? He's age of my son. I said, you have only one assignment. You make me do not hate Jim. Make me to fall <laughs> yeah. in love with Jim. Because I tried before like four or five times with different coaches, different programs, very good programs. But I was feel intimidated, uncomfortable, and I just kind of like ran away from it. It's like, it's not my environment. It's not my people because everybody is big and muscular and they're doing something and there is tattoos, there is big muscles. And I'm like, oh my goodness, it's not my people. It's not my tribe. I don't fit there, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I said, son, his name is Nick actually as well. Say, make me fall in love and don't run away from Jim. And he did an amazing job. He gently, carefully carved my mentality and my identity into the gym rut. Now I cannot imagine myself without Jim. I've been in gym today, two, two hours. I've been in gym yesterday, three hours. Now I added some uh, cold planches. So it's just like one little step at the time, but it's individually. I like to work with my clients individually to figure out their identity, their DNA their purpose in life and crafted custom unique program to fit your personal needs and personal identity sorry for the long answer you can cut it if you want <laughs> no i won't be cutting any of that because i think that was incredibly relevant and what you're talking about there i think applies to every area of life like i it's it, it's so good because as you're talking about you know we might hear motivational speakers sometimes saying if you want to be successful, you got to get up at 2 a.m. like me. You got to do blah, 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 blah. And you try and do it and you feel overwhelmed. It doesn't work. You know, you become more depressed, whatever. But, and, and I, you know, we've all experienced that. But exactly like you're saying, I've had so, I've, I've trained all my life and I've had so many friends always over the years asking, you know, how do I exercise? How do I do it? Uh, and I'll try and give them advice, but then they won't listen and then they all go and, you know, maybe for two weeks, they'll just go really hard and they'll then start hating it because it's painful and they stop. And as you said there, no matter what it is, whether it's gym, whether it's our work, whether it's a relationship, whatever we're doing, if we're not falling in love with what we're actually doing and making it relevant to us personally, we're not going to stick to it. So I think that advice is just for, for anything we're doing is so, so important. It really is. Yes, Nick. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. So, what what is what what's the biggest issue you find in the clients you work with? I I don't think I can uh, single it out. I yep. really focus all my efforts, my programs, my knowledge into individual approach to every individual human. I really treasure and value individualistic wiring which we all have right it's like your retina yes. of your eye is unique your fingerprints is unique your dna is unique your smell is unique your 
thickness of the skin, your thickness of the hair, everything is about you is masterpiece. How can we treat one size fit all? Impossible. Impossible. So we have mm-hmm. to really be stewards of our true identity. This is how God created us very individually, very cool, very craftsman approach. It's just like we have to cherish your identity, you know, very, very dearly. Then when you fall in love with your identity, it doesn't matter your color of the skin, shape of your body, you know, heights and weight. It's all irrelevant. Relevant is who you really are within you and how it has to be connected to the destiny, to your future, to your purpose, to your, uh, you know, um, calling. Why do you exist on the earth? You're not accident. You're not a mistake. You're purposely created. You know, we all understand that when the our papa and mama get the sex, there is a millions and millions of little sperms come out, and only one reach the, you know, uh, egg of uh, mama, and we become a unique, miraculous human. You are champion just by this fact alone. So you first reach mama egg, and you fertilize it, and now you are a miracle child, a miracle person on this planet Earth, and. I don't know if you hear me right now, but I do love you. I believe in you, and I prophesy into your life. You can achieve and accomplish way more than your brain is telling you right now if you're going to go deep in your heart, deep in your soul, deep in the core of your existence, and you will connect that with who you really are, and you unleash this to the world to see who you really are. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic advice for, for anyone listening because we, I think we, yeah, we live in a world now where things are so fast paced and we feel we can get lost in the mix of it and we need things to slow down so we can be more personalized and work out what works for us. So I think it's just, yeah, I, I really love everything you're saying here. Hey guys, if you're enjoying this podcast and want to learn more, I've released my first book, Move Your Mind, How to Build a Healthy Mindset for Life where I talk about my own journey with mental health and share tips from experts on how to maintain a healthy mindset. You can buy the book on Amazon or through my website at nickbrax.com slash book. There is so much noise in the world. There is so much, much confusion. There is so much lies, frustration, ideologies, programs attacking us. On average, I think, for people who live in the ur- urban environment, you exposed to minimal of six to seven hundred ideas, advertisements, marketing campaigns on a daily basis. They're competing for your brain. They're competing for your soul. They're competing for your peace of mind. So imagine how you have to protect your heart and your core of existence. How do you have to guard yourself from this fake and fraudulent activities which companies after you, they want your money, they want your attention, they want it's a noise. So if you learn yeah. to give your morning to the proper routines and calibrate yourself daily, adjust your course. There is a saying, CCC, constant course create, uh, correction. CCC, constant course correction. Navigate your course. So it's a different story. It's a long, long uh, teaching about that. 
But the point is, give your morning a meaning. But your morning actually starts from your evening. So you prepare in the evening at the end of the day for your morning, how you're going to enter the new day. So it's, it's another story. It's another teaching. We'll take this next. Yes, absolutely. But like it, it really comes back to what you've been talking about where we need to understand, you know, what am I all about? What's my, what do I care about? What do I stand for? What's my purpose, my meaning? You know, distilling it like you were saying, because if we can be so clear on that, then we can recalibrate from the noise. We can, you know, not let that distract us. But if we don't know who we are, we can get pulled in a million different directions and it will just be chaos. So, yeah, I think it's a yeah really, really good way of, of, of wording it. So uh, we, we finish every episode with five closing questions. Before we go into that, I just want to finish up by asking you, what are you currently working on? I mean, you've got your coaching, you've got your businesses. So, yeah, what are you currently doing? And where can our listeners go if they want to work with you, if they want to find more information? We'll put links in the show notes, but, yeah, where can we send them? So my uh, first and last name, uh, it's not very rare, but it's pretty rare. So if you join those Sergey Korilov and I put sign at, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on uh, YouTube. You can find me on uh, Facebook. You can find me on uh, LinkedIn. So Sergey Korilov is my name. Also website, sergeykorilov.com. Also going to lead you to my major hub, which is Three letters, S-K-D, Sergey Korolev Daily, dot club. So this is another website I have. So there is enough Love information. It. But I, I like to have a personal uh, communication. DM me or we can schedule a Zoom, a free consultation just to figure out if we can partner on something, if we can work together. Uh, I'm open book. There is... You got me as I am. You know, if we can partner, it's going to be great success. If we don't partner, you can find some other coach. We just have to resonate. We just have to have a, some kind of a similarity in our vibration and our energetical flow so we can all succeed. So this, this is kind of a, you know, my, my statement. Fantastic. Well, again, I'll put those links in the show notes. So make sure to click on the links and and connect and, and have that chat. So yeah, these five closing questions, uh, these can be whatever sort of short answers, whatever comes to mind. The first one is, what's your best childhood memory that comes to mind for you? <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, I love to climb trees. I love to climb trees and pick ah. different fruits. And that the tree I climb was very tall. And we had sometime like a half a dozen kids climbing the tree. And we just sit there for <laughs> hours and we pick cherry or we pick apricot or we pick some other fruit apples uh you know all kind of and just like see the world from the three tops i love it i'm laughing at that one because that was my i i still love to climb trees but as a kid my my uh, mum would get terrified because i'd climb to the top of trees hang out with one arm and it's, it's so much fun <laughs> so that's great what what do you think is currently the biggest burden on mental health in society? Uh, I think there is a two things. One is uh, technological companies 
with leading with AI and all of the social media, they forcing us into the virtual world, virtual reality. They forcing us into the fake uh, space, which we have to st- fight strong to get connected to the grass and tree and ocean and mountains and just kind of have that. And the second uh, uh, problem, in my opinion, it's a lack of good leadership in the global arena. What I'm talking about, and started with political, economical, uh, philosophical, educational. So there is a lot of corruption. There is a lot of confusion. And the leadership is very weak. There is no strong, right individuals with a good intention and agenda. There is a lot of strong leaders, don't get me wrong, but if they are corrupted and they have some kind of a small mindset uh, driven by profit or driven by their power, their interest, their influence, uh, but not your as a human uh, personal benefit, those are evil and corrupt dictators, tyrants, and bad leadership. So this is what I'm saying. We all need to grow up to become a self-motivated, self-governed, purpose-driven business leaders. In anything you do, you have to be a leader for yourself, for your family, for your neighborhood, for your street, for your city, your village, your country. You are only hope. Don't rely on the government because they're all confused. And most of them very corrupted. So leadership and technological companies, this is kind of a two mental illnesses, uh, causes of mental il- illnesses right now, my opinion. A great answer. Yeah, I think it's a really, really good answer. What's your personal definition of happiness? When you okay to have nothing, and be alone. If you can mm-hmm. handle yourself in a quiet, limited environment, you sell. You have. Yeah. You don't need anybody or anything. If you can find the core connection with your purpose, with your motivation, this is the power nobody yeah. can take it from you. They can put you in prison, they can cut your limbs, they can, you know, threaten you to death. But if you content within yourself, you're a free man. You're a free person. Absolutely. Free. And this is what government afraid. Free people, they cannot control, they cannot manipulate, and they cannot outthink and outrun us. We are the power, and we put the government in the power to serve us, not to dictate and control us. All right. So stay free, stay cool, and enjoy your freedom and fight for your freedom internally first. Very, very good point. I love that one. I love that. So, two more here. What are you most afraid of? Fear. Fear for me is absence of vision of future, right? Mm. Fear is absence of faith and hope for the future. 
So what I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I guess, if I lose connection with my understanding of reality, with the true core of my identity. If something or someone can shake it off my foundational core of existence, nothing and no one can restore and repair it. It's just your personal maintenance daily activity. So take it dearly, hold it dearly, and fight for this dearly. If you Bible reader, there is a passage that says, more than anything else, more than your Bitcoin, more than your, you know, currencies, more than gold and silver and, you know, treasury, protect your heart. Protect your Mm. inner strengths. Because from within your heart, there is a source of life. That's great. Well, final one. What are you most proud of? I'm most proud of you, Nick. So you're doing what you're doing. I'm a proud <laughs> to be on your show. I'm a proud to be invited and connected with you and your audience. And I'm proud that we're resilient and we're surviving. So this is it. But if you're talking about proud for me, I think my family. I have four beautiful mm. and amazing children. I have bright and beautiful, smart wife. And uh, I think this is kind of my top achievement and accomplishment uh, in my life. So anything else is kind of added to me and I'm great. Yeah, I guess nothing more important than family, but you've done incredible things. And, and Sergi, thank you so much for making the time. I really respect you and what you're doing and I for sharing that story. I mean, that was really, really powerful. And I think it's just, it's such a great example. I think you've got, yeah, you've shown so much resilience and I know you're helping people all over the world. So, yeah, thank you for doing what you're doing and uh, talking to me today and sharing this with my audience. All the best. God bless you. Thank you, Nick, again. Thank you for every listener, every viewer. I wish you from the bottom of my heart the best, best, prosperous new year. And if you're listening very recently, we're just happy to be in Valentine's season. So love yourself and love your partner and love your people around you so have a good good day appreciate it thanks to sergi korolov for joining me today for move your mind also a huge thank you to those of you listening i really appreciate your support if you'd like to learn more or connect with me personally visit www.nickbrax.com or send me a dm on instagram at nickbrax Please don't forget to click the subscribe button, leave a like or comment, share with your friends, and follow me on Instagram. It really makes a difference. Thank you so much. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.